calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast 128, and I am Alex, returning after a lengthy break. Uh, with me this week is Stuart Reid. Hello. Daniel Kruper. Hello, everyone. Tom Butler. Hi. And new voice to the podcast, Brett. Hello. How are you doing, Brett? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Brett, you are our work experience at IGN for the next couple of weeks. I am, yes. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves? Uh, about yourselves? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, many, many, many me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of me. Uh, yeah, I've just... Uh, been writing for about six months now. I was at. Uh, oh, you learn late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's five years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, quick learner. But yeah, I've, uh, I was at. Uh, you were at the dark side, weren't you? Yeah, you were at GameSpot. Yeah. Who? Who? Bleep that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to cut that out. Yeah, I was there in October and uh, just been writing for a little while. And Doing recon. <laughs> <laughs> Infiltrator. It's like Homeland. <laughs> And yeah, I'm just uh, really excited to be here and had a great week so far. There is going to be a, 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 a trillion list, three listeners all wondering <laughs> how on earth you managed to bag a work experience spot here because we get so much email about that. How did you, how did you do it? What's your secret? What's your USP? Cupped Dan Kilby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they say sexual favors don't but they actually yeah. do. They really do. No, um, oh, with, when you guys do all the um, community events and stuff, I came to uh, Podcast 100, I think was the first time I met you guys. You and, ingratiated uh, yourself. Yeah, pretty much. And um, spoke to you guys there. That was before That was before I actually started writing articles and um, creating a portfolio. I think I was still at uni at that time. And uh, spoke to Dan Kruper and Keza and got some really good advice about how to get started. Write better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you, you know, punctuation and everything. <laughs> and um, started writing then wrote for a website for free and started pitching ideas to people and then got my first internship and then got another gig writing for free with a, a more well-known website um, after that and then uh, spoke to Kilby about potential future internships and he fancied you so he said yeah thought, why not <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much it isn't it before we get bombarded though it's worth mentioning that we are actually full for the rest of the year we for are. internships I have been told yeah. to tell people yeah. this so yeah. uh, Kilby um, keeps getting lots of emails yeah 
That's probably because I get lots of uh, Twitter stuff and I tell them all to reach out to Kilby. Yeah. I do that. I, I do that. <laughs> when, 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 when people ring you, I just go, uh, it's D Kilby. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, if you've got any problems whatsoever... I've got his mobile number. Yeah. yeah. If they want to contact him any time. 0700 sexy time. <laughs> the Duke. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, welcome aboard anyway, Brett. I hope you Thank enjoy you. your stay with us and I hope you make this podcast wonderful. Thank you. No and pressure. If it's then. not, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you lot have been up to some interesting stuff this week. I mean, you've been to see Aliens. Yes, we went to see Aliens as part of our Mass Effect Three campaign to find the UK's, nay, the world's favourite sci-fi sci-fi film of all as time. Voted by as IGN voted readers. by iGen and Asmem readers. Yes, and they voted for Aliens, and we went to the Prince Charles Cinema. And it was bloody good and we were like yeah. it's really good can we reserve seats before we go yep yeah, you can reserve seats where do you want to sit right at the front so we sat right at the front did you really like, yes. yeah, yeah. Is, we got down to the cinema early at the front. We, no, it's really good in the Prince Charles though yeah, it's really good. Really good yeah. Charles. we got yeah. down there early with um, our marketing director and our marketing director took 15 minutes trying to find the best seat in the house <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's, I think he sat in 10 different seats just evaluating the pros of con pros and cons of every angle right and um, we settled on the front row we got the entire front row and what did you lay out yeah we just like <laughs> spread it out this is ours we, we, we like, scowled yeah. at people that approached yeah. the front row like yeah. back off these seats aren't for you <laughs> these are our seats we sort of mark the territory but the, the movie was brilliant I've not seen it for years yeah it's just great. Yeah, I, and it was I don't the, think I've ever seen it in the cinema. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It, it wasn't the extended version either. It was the original pure version. And it was so loud as well. Yeah. It was so loud and it's got great sound design, that movie. Mm. So much so that Bex fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Too many aliens. Yeah, and um, at the end of the movie, I said to Tom, um, Bex fell asleep. And Tom just immediately went, well, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> the Bex. Yeah. Aw, poor Bex. Tom just tells it like it is. Just yeah. carried on texting after that as well, just walked away. In, yeah, she did. In anger. <laughs> she didn't go. But it wasn't just in London that we did this uh, screening, was it? It was all over the country. Manchester, Birmingham, Winchester, um, Leeds. Glasgow, Leeds. Although Leeds, it was in on VHS, on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that Leeds and, and in Bradford they just looked at concept art to the soundtrack <laughs> reenacted it with shadow puppets yeah. uh, but we had good feedback like on the night from all those locations so if you were at one of those uh, screenings that we weren't at then uh, I hope you had a good time yeah, yeah. my favourite thing was seeing Mass, uh, John Shepard in Mass Effect 3 above the uh, the cinema in, up in lights it looked great, didn't it? It looked great. It did look really good. It kind of reminded me of your story the other week when somebody went into a cinema and said, when can I, um, when's Skyrim coming out? Yeah. And it's like that with Mass Effect. The trailer, when we watched it before the film, it just looked it's like an amazing movie. Yeah, I, we were talking beforehand whether or not it'd make a good movie or not, me and Brett, and uh, I think we decided sort of a TV series would probably yeah. be more yeah. appropriate for yeah. it. Mm. Uh, something in long form rather like than... Like Yeah, or Battlestar. Yeah, yeah. big budget. Yeah. And have you played it yet, Tom? You're a big fan of the Mass Effect Yeah, series. about six hours in. Already? Already, yeah. Jesus. And I've got, um, uh, I've been given carte blanche to play it all day Saturday if I want to. You've <laughs> got so, a day off. Well, yeah, I've got the day off. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be uh, ploughing through Mass it. Mass Effect pass. Yeah. That's nice. So we're going to be getting the crisps and... Um, Loggers. Yeah, and loggers. Space dip. Non greasy stuff. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like that. It just, man? it'll ruin your Unless controllers. you put all the crisps in like a hopper above your head and just gonna reach up every so often. And just well, it's like Keza's like uh, mobile, uh, gaming mobile. Yeah, yeah like for children that sort of hangs food down for her. Yeah, but see, because I like eating Twiglets when I play. There's nothing worse than Twiglets. You get coated in yeah. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Point. But if you get the um, Christmas party pack that comes in a little like tube, you can pour them directly into your mouth. 
into your so, gaping maw. And uh, they're small twiglets, <laughs> yeah. so you don't choke on them. Get one stuck. With, yeah. Please. Imagine that dying play Mass Effect. Why don't you just like, with a twiglet, yeah. twiglet, oh, twiglet in your mouth? <laughs> just get a blender and you know, put lager and twiglets in it and just blend it up. Lager and twiglets is a great combination. Oh. <laughs> is News! The, is, the, is the stuff on twiglets Marmite? Mm, it's yeasty, isn't it? Well, see, that's the thing. I can't stand Marmite on toast, but I like twiglets. Ah. Uh, mm. So... Let us know if you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right in. Right. If, if you have the UK's to preeminent video game podcast, Twiglets, yeah. and then and Twiglet. Do they have Twiglets in America? I don't think they I do. Doubt it. Oh, they they'd have similar stuff though, wouldn't they? Well, Twigos. Yeah. They're called Twigos. I don't even know if they're. We've got an Eastern European shop across the road from us. They don't sell Twiglets, but they sell like or something which look exactly the same right and taste the same are they you know what doesn't pieces of twig you yeah, know what doesn't <laughs> you know what doesn't taste the same American chocolate somebody came back from the States oh, this week oh, American yeah. chocolate is awful it does it's like eating like rancid crayons yeah and so if anyone's listening from America and Wait, they've eaten British chocolate this, this it's is amazing this is Hershey's we're talking about right? Hershey's yeah it's yeah. awful yeah. 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 like I like M&M chocolate yeah yeah, yeah. But Hershey's Although, you know, is terrible. you know, we say it's awful. It did all go. It was all eaten. Yeah, because it's just there, though, isn't it? And people just, you know... The, uh, yeah, the Reese's peanut butter into their faces went first. Yeah. yeah. But Hershey's... I think they were Hershey's kisses or whatever they called. Yeah. Shall we get on with the news? Get Hershey's Pro- as well. Did you yeah. know that? I not know Let's that. get on with the news. Let's Shall get on with the news. Press news. news. We're going to start with a megaton. What? Peter Molyneux has left Lionhead and Microsoft. What? What? Yeah. what? Well, he so, says he has, you know. No, he really has. <laughs> oh, is he right? Yes. He left and then he forgot his coat. Yeah. But he left his pass inside and he had to bang on the door. <laughs> can <laughs> I get my... Can I get my... Oh, forget it. I'm just going to buy another one. I'm rich enough. So, uh, yeah, he's left Lionhead and Microsoft and he's set, starting a new company called 22 Cans, which is a very <laughs> weird, weird name. name. I have a theory. Go on then. I think it's actually 20 Toucans. Really? <laughs> yes. And that's who's got working, programming yes. his next yes. game. Big birds. Right. <laughs> with big nice. beaks because yeah. if, if you have enough toucans in a room with computers for a long enough time yeah. they'll yeah. create Tomb Raider black and white yeah. too yeah. could be two toucans yeah no? two toucans yeah. two toucans like two two and cans twenty two cans yeah or it's just Peter Molyneux on his own with loads of beer going <laughs> oh, I'm making a game now Actually, yeah twenty two cans is not that much though is it no, <laughs> like after really. a couple of days you're like a couple of days programming <laughs> dry dry yeah. Yeah. to do yeah. Come on, another twenty two cans please <laughs> unless it was special bro yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah. last you a week so is, is he going to finish work on Fable Journey nope he's not even finishing it's on gone. that no, he he's consultant. handing he's handed it over to his team. Wow. I want to know what Peter Molyneux is doing with himself Well, now. funnily enough, he, Peter Molyneux announced the news on Twitter to say that he was leaving. He hadn't used Twitter for about a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He announced the news, and then he questioned Peter Molyneux to find out what he would be doing next. Right. On t- it's I really love Peter weird. Molyneux. Yeah. He just crackers in a, in a brilliant yeah. way. But he, it doesn't seem lovely, like lovely many guy. of our readers do. No, <laughs> right, story so and just, There's wrong. just hatred for him. I just like well, the idea. Well, it's the vocal minority, it's, Tom. Uh, absolutely. Do you think he's just frustrated with the way that they've just... They basically fable everything? Do you think he's just, like, got accumulate resentment the fact that they've run Fable into the ground? That's like not Peter's fault, though, is it? No, 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 but do you think that as part of why he's become disillusioned and he wants to get back to making Well, I think type? for him, like, if you look, like, he's not the he's not a very good company mouthpiece because he just wants to talk about yeah. what he wants he doesn't to tell the party line no exactly yeah. and um, and I think for I'm not sure how long he was actually you know the head of Microsoft Gaming Studios I'm not sure but it must have been really hard the fact that he didn't use his Twitter account 
And I bet he was there every day going, oh my God, I want to tell you about this. And I think, you know, already he's starting to tweet loads. He's uh, apparently sat down at his computer yesterday and started programming. Monkey cocks. Oh my God. Monkey penises. Maybe. Is that what you're working on? Yeah. Jeez, Just There is a story behind that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to explain that? Because <laughs> otherwise that's a bit weird. <laughs> now that's the story that Molyneux confessed to on the Gamescom podcast two years ago. Yeah. That um, one of his prog- he got one of his programmers to, to work on monkey penises. It was, it was Alex from Media Mo- Molecule. Who then went, yeah. who then found. fell out with him and then <laughs> went off and founded Media Molecule. Yeah. So... But so, you, you saw him quite recently at Christmas, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we filmed him for our Christmas Day um, address to yeah. the nation. He but was the, itching to show us something then, wasn't he? Well, it, it was Fable Heroes, it which was, was so right, like we rash. we shot it in Lionhead Studios, and they had whiteboards with all this stuff on there, and we were like, told, to, you know, ignore that. And he was just like, <laughs> I really want to show you what we're working. Really want to show you. Uh, and his PR was like. Peter, shut up, sit in the chair and just do what they tell you to do. And that was it. <laughs> which so. he then proceeded not to do. Which yeah, that's is why true. it took us eight hours to record <laughs> a, 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 a two-minute segment. But it was funny, <laughs> it though. Was great. And he is yeah, a lovely, he's guy, a lovely so. guy. Do you think you just sat at home now just talking to Milo? Yeah. yeah maybe. Yes, yeah. I expect so. Maybe oh, that's Milo. it. Just draw, sharing a drawing with him, showing it to him, going, do you like it? And Milo's just going, no. no. <laughs> Trying <laughs> to get to it again. Milo, <laughs> Milo, would you like a tinny? <laughs> I can just imagine him just talking to Milo and his own son is there just tugging on me <laughs> saying, Daddy, Daddy, please notice me. Yeah, whatever. Daddy, You're in three dimensions. Outside. I'm not interested. Daddy, there's real trees out there. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening, Peter, we love you. Come on the podcast hey, Hopefully again. we'll see Anytime. him at, uh, at BAFTA next Friday. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, good luck. Uh, meanwhile, Creeper, um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we talked about this last week. We saw the leaked image and some of us thought it was real. Some people didn't. This is Assassin's Creed 3, I should say. And it's all been confirmed since last week's podcast that the next Assassin's Creed game will take place in, during the American Revolutionary War. And uh, I've got lots of details here that I'll run through quickly. Firstly, the new assassin is called Connor. Very American name. Yeah, isn't it? Mm. He is born to an English father and a Native American mother and was raised among a Mohawk tribe. The game will take place between 1753 and 1783. Obviously, the war takes place in 1776. And the map will be 1.5 times larger than the map featured in Brotherhood. And... The, Ubisoft have updated various tech, technical aspects of the game and one of the things that's quite impressive is that the game will be able to sustain 1,000 characters on screen at one time. 1,000 oh. characters! Uh, presumably Thousand. battle sequences. What does, does it mean? What's it, what does it mean? Just lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> but So yeah, lots of pushing through crowds. Yeah. Very big crowds. Yeah, lots but of holding imagine, the button. I imagine maybe being on the battlefield as well trying to like maybe swing the sway of a battle. Like one, one man. man. Yeah, one man. Batman versus a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Didn't feel much like an Assassin's Creed game to me. No, not the trailer. trailer. Yeah. I think it needed to be done, especially after Brotherhood I, and I Revelations. Agree. That you know that formula has become. Tried. I just think, um, like, because obviously, uh, one of his big things was blending into a crowd and stuff like that. But everyone's in uniform, and, and he's got that stupid yeah. outfit on still. Yeah. And there's no way for him to hide because there's no, like the, it was just an open battlefield, wasn't it? Other than a few like when he's in the woods. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, I think I think it's a good thing. Give me answers, Creeper. I don't, I don't have them, but you'll be able to hunt animals. Excellent. Oh, excellent. And I, sell their pelts. And you know, oh. at, at the end of the trailer, when you've got the two sides fighting, uh, I was looking, reading somewhere that the guy that was leading one of the forces was George Washington. Yeah, I think George Washington will be um, a, a major target. character in the game. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin will be the Leonardo da Vinci character. He'll be the inventor. He'll provide right. you with equipment. And I've not played Revelations, but I've been told that at the end of that game, Desmond finds himself in 
Uh, well, it's just Desmond is the worst name Desmond. for a video games character. <laughs> I always think Obli D or Bloodar. Desmond has a barrow in the market. <laughs> uh, Desmond finds himself in upstate New York, so there's kind of rumours that the next game, Desmond and Connor will be inhabiting the same geographical space, right. but separated by 300 years. Right. So mm. maybe you'll be visiting locations and then you'll be shifting back in time. Right. Um, that sounds interesting. I'm yeah. more excited about that game now it has that setting than if it was in yeah. some generic setting. I know, I'm so bored of all the other yeah. stuff. So, yeah, I'd, as I say, I think on one uh, hand it's a bit weird, it doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed game, but on the other hand, it's quite exciting. Very exciting. T butts. Uh, yes, I have news here out of GDC. Um, Sony held a panel focusing on PlayStation Move. There seems to be a lot of talk about Move at uh, GDC at the moment, a lot of. Uh, New sort of titles coming through for it. So, um, but they revealed, uh, well, Sobe, Sobe? Sony's Gabe Ain revealed that the PlayStation Move has shipped 10.5 million units uh, to retailers. Obviously, that doesn't mean that they've sold all of no, those, no. but um, if that's correct, um, and the, the attach rate that he said is one for every six PlayStation 3s in the wild. Really? really? I find that staggering. I find that hard to believe, don't yeah. you? Who here has got one at home? Do you have one, Brett? No, I bought one then. Got bored of it and then sort of gave it to someone else. I so. bought one and sold it. Right. Did you actually buy one? Well, no, I actually got, it, got with it with my PlayStation. PlayStation. Right, yeah. okay, okay. So that's probably part of the attach rate, is yeah. the yeah. bundle with something. Yeah. 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 But it wouldn't but, be surprised me if they also sneakily bundled in uh, i is it iToy? iToy. Yeah. yeah. There within was, those figures. Yeah, there was all those, those figures in yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was those bundles. And also there was another talk that I can't remember who said it, but they said that the tech was good, but the software support wasn't so much. The quality of games that came with. Wasn't well, I very went good. to a tech demo before it came out, and I was blown away with what they could do. I remember that the stuff, and it was in, what they showed me was incredible. Yeah, like, I remember that. All sort of dynamic camera stuff they were yes. doing. Yeah, with you that were like warping images. Yeah. using yeah. like fold an image like it was a map. And all, yeah. you, all you've got mm. is bo- playing bowls and yeah. playing. Yeah. Like pretending it's a sword. Yeah. Uh. But I, I, I don't know. There's st- I think there's probably still a good application for it, but it just hasn't had the support. The and trouble I'll- is, though, I think the cut that, you know. <sighs> It's just sat at the back of everybody's cupboard now, isn't it? it yeah. And it's going to have to be charged. No, and it's going to have to be a massive, no. massive killer app for people to bother to get it all back out and set it it's all back up. Waiting for some, I guess, a game akin to Skyward Sword, who makes yeah. that that yeah. control system part of a much bigger game yeah, rather yeah, than going. Yeah. Let's use this to make effectively a mini game. Yeah, and also uh, throwing it in with all their shooters as well. I think it's just proven that people don't want to play shooters. Using I think move. we've adjusted over time, and you've built up sufficient skills for playing shooters yeah. you don't want immediately to have those skills that, ignored that system yeah. works pretty well for yeah. me actually I don't yeah. need a new one just right now don't need to relearn it do you? But I know that Kilby uh, played uh, Killzone with that the kind gun. of shooty shoot gun gun he looked ridiculous with yeah I think, I think he gave up on it after a while did though. He? Yeah. Right. can you imagine Kilby though with that little tiny gun and his 3D glasses on just <laughs> <laughs> jumping around his room <laughs> it could look like such a tool can I just say <laughs> yes I can imagine yeah. that that's the problem stripped to the waist no no yes, yeah, from, <laughs> unfortunately from the from the yeah, <laughs> yeah. waist with, down stripped from the waist down with, a, with, a, with like a Chewbacca belt on <laughs> uh, just a, a bandolier bandolier yeah Anyway, should we have anyway, some? Uh, tell us about iPad, iPad 3, Alex. Well, it's not called the iPad 3. Oh, tell us about the new it's iPad. The, the new iPad. Is it not is called the a, iPad 3? No, is it the iPad 3? Will no. it be on the box? Will it just say iPad? J- it will just say iPad. Okay. Right. It'd be funny if they said new iPad. Yeah, when they, yeah. Then it'll be the new, new iPad after that. <laughs> or in but ITV no. terms, all new iPad. It's weird because <laughs> Apple are still selling iPad 2, but mm. the iPad 2 is not as good as the iPad. 
now, which what? just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. What about the original iPad then? That's what? gone. That's gone. Yeah. But what if you? What do you call that if you've got one? Because if you call it an iPad, people yeah. think you have the a new iPad. iPad. It never existed. Or oh, you you just pretend you don't have it. It was right. never invented. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're a liar. You don't yeah. have one. So, but anyway. was the first iPad. <laughs> but in terms of tech specs, it's got a retina display. Whoop. Which means retina. it displays uh, images better than your eyeballs can comprehend. That's useful then. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. But it's, it's more high def than an HDTV. Yeah. So, in it's a like screen. like an iPhone screen. But bigger. Yeah. yeah, but I think the resolution's higher than an iPhone screen. Is the pixel density the same? That might just be upscaling for the size, yeah. though. Yeah, maybe. But it's uh, 2,045 pixels by 1,336. Okay. Well, sorry, 1,536. So it'll look good if you're using it for e-books and stuff, although, of course, you, yes. you can't use it in direct but sunlight. That is like one thing they said at the, uh, the press conference is that fonts look great. Yes! <laughs> you still get yes. I've never seen Comic people. Sans look so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Can you imagine that, because that was Tim Cook's first presentation. Yeah. Um, since the death of Steve Jobs. Maybe it was Imagine supposed it. to be called iPad 3, but he forgot to mention <laughs> it. And they were like, fuck, on all the marketing scratches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the boxes have got three tipex out. <laughs> oh, no. Running around a compass. <laughs> no. Imagine if he came out and all the keynote was in Comic Sans. Oh, this is the way that. we're doing things yeah. now under Tim. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, so anyway, uh, what else? It's got a better CPU, a dual-core A5X CPU, uh, along with a quad-core GPU. I don't know what any of that means, but it well, means it's basically faster yeah, than the old iPad. Yeah, the screen iPad. is four times the resolution of the iPad 2, yes, but the graphics that. card is only two times faster than the old one. No, the GPU is a quad-core. Yeah, but it's only because the old one was two-core. Was it? Yeah, but it's right. only two times or something. Uh, so, Can we get one? It's, it's tw am I? No. No? Oh. Better camera. Oh, uh, yeah, so the camera, uh, obviously it's much like the iPhone 4S 1080p video recording. Uh, can I say that? Uh, five I, megapixels. You and I both have iPads. Yeah. I never use the camera. No, have no. you tried taking I've an never, iPad? Have you ever seen anyone get no. an iPad out when they think of, uh, there's a scene they want to take a picture of? Have you ever taken out an iPad? I mean, even if it had a better camera, I still wouldn't use it. You've seen that no. picture of uh, Spike Lee taking a photo of Barack Obama with his iPad? No. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> Doesn't it remind yeah. you of like an, an 1800s plate glass camera? Plate camera. Like Wait the, a minute. The size of it, yeah. No, nobody moved for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long exposure time on this one. <laughs> Uh, other information, it's got 4G, which is effectively useless in the UK. Yeah, yeah. for so. American listeners, lucky you. Well done. Uh, and it's slightly th fatter. It's a point something of a... No, I think it's about a millimetre thicker than yeah, the current It's fatter iPhone. and it's heavier. Game yeah. yeah, but it's again, that's, not um, by that's, the, that's the Tim Cook influence coming in there. Can we make everything bigger <laughs> and heavier? Maybe it should yeah. have been called the iPad Fat. It, yeah. Fat Pad. The iFat. Fat Pad. Yeah. <laughs> iPudge. Uh, so uh, anyway it's out on March 15th sorry March 16th god I'm not very good with my dates am wait I? a minute that's next, next week Friday. Why, next yeah. Friday a week today um, I'll just sell shit but should we go join the queue interestingly same um, memory sizes as iPad 2 so there's no upgrade to 128 gigs price the same gig. Same as iPad 2 was but iPad 2 has now gone down to like entry level is 329 okay. and iPad is 399. I'm tempted to go buy an iPad 2 now. Yeah, because my, yeah. yeah. my mum really wants to get one to play lots of downloadable games. I might get an iPad 2. I'd, I'd like to see the screen because everyone who's seen it said, oh, it's amazing. But I must admit, like you know, I don't look like at that. I don't look at my iPad 2 and go, yeah. oh, I remember God, when I first got, got my iPhone my eyeballs. and I saw the retina display, I was like, ah, oh, it was pretty good screen. But yeah, like, because my missus still uses a 3GS. And, you, it, you and it is like I've got dirty eyes it's when like, I look at it. It's, it's, like, like, it's like you're reading... You have got dirty eyes, though, aren't you, you lucky bugger? <laughs> it's like a mosaic. 
Yeah. Oh. yeah. Fonts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look good. So. Let's 256 know colours. <laughs> Let's know if you're going to uh, get one of these uh, newfangled iPad devices. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. <laughs> what? Newfangled. Yeah, newfangled. Not for years, do. There's a goddamn fire! Fire! No, it's all right. It's a fire <laughs> sale. Game and Game Station having a, a, a fire sale because... Well, because they're fucked. Also, <laughs> just in the distance, well, you can hear some a nail being hammered into a coffin. <laughs> and I think it might be the last one. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> so what they're trying to do is they're, they're trying to get rid of all their pre-owned games just to free up a bit of cash. Uh, and they've got some good deals on, to be quite mm. frank. Well, yeah, but they're selling them for about two quid each. Yes. So if each coffee of Mass Effect costs, like, I don't know, retail price for maybe, I don't know, 26 quid or something yeah. <laughs> got a lot of games to sell before they can stop <laughs> to be fair you've got of of copies of some games <laughs> they that... really have haven't they <laughs> let's dance on Wii I think they've got about 7,000 copies of it well, but you... you can get things like Brink and Bullet Storm for like £2.98 yeah I think Bullet Storm's worth a... yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. and the original yeah. Resistance on PS3 which is a good game 98p mm. I mean come on yeah. I mean it's an old game but if you if you were late to the party I'll give you, you 95 I'll give you 95 you could probably haggle I'll probably 97. haggle 97 96 and a half I buy two. Cock, you make your those in that sort of stuff. <laughs> 96p and throw in an Angry Bird. <laughs> an Angry oh, Bird. That's, plush, that seems to be pretty plush. much all they've got in stock now. It's are plushes. Angry, Angry Bird plushes. Uh, yeah, obviously this comes off the back of them not stocking Mass Effect 3 and other well, EA any titles. Any EA games. Yeah, FIFA Street, of course. Capcom games. Yeah, Capcom. Nintendo games. Nintendo games. Well... I don't know what's going to happen, but some people are saying, well, this gives them a bit of breathing space. It's going to free up a little bit of capital and maybe they'll be able to attract a potential buyer in the, in the coming days and weeks. It's going yeah. kind of, to you know, be soon, though. I, I kind of, I, we all take the piss, but I do hope it happens. It would be sad if we didn't have a dedicated games retailer in the UK. I We've got a lot of feedback yeah. about this in, in listener feedback, so uh, we'll get um, to that. Keep your powder dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a bit. So instead, let's move over to Trader of the Week. And at GDC this week, which is happening in San Francisco, um, Quantic Dreams, headed up by David Cage, showed off a new tech demo of a, well, it's not a game, a thing called Kara. Well, it's a short film, wasn't it? It is. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. also referred to as proof of concept. Uh, really? Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's using 3D... Uh, it's it's a new 3D engine, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's it's an in-game engine. PS3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So everything that... And we'll put the trailer in the uh, story for this podcast, but everything you see in the next seven minutes is in-game. Wow. Yeah. We're going to watch it. Let's watch it. Can you hear me? Yes. ID. KPC 897504C. Can you move your head? Cervical and optical animation checked. What's going to happen to me now? I'll reinitialize you and send you to a store to be sold. Sold? I'm a sort of merchandise. Is that right? Yeah, of course you're merchandise, baby. I mean, you're a computer with arms and legs and capable of doing all sorts of things. And you're worth a fortune. Oh, I see. I I thought... You thought? What did you think? I thought... I was alive. Shit. Defective model. Disassemble and check the required components. You're disassembling me, but why? You're not supposed to think that sort of stuff. I won't cause any problems, I promise. I'll do everything I'm asked to. I won't say another word. I won't think anymore. But I've only just been born. You can't kill me yet. Stop, will you please stop? I'm scared! So hang on, let me get this right. That is actually, like... 
running on a PS3 yep. as if it was a game. Yeah, yeah. Past- so it's not a cutscene or anything like that rendered that? somewhere else. And, and no, 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 no. And that's oh, quite an old version of that demo. It's about a year Same. old. What? Yeah, yeah. it's about He's, a year old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've done a more recent one. They've yeah. done several wow. iterations of it. They're even better. Apparently. That's incredible. But I think what's interesting is, uh, well, a Quantic Dreams have said that they are exclusive to Sony and PlayStation, mm-hmm. but also uh, they've kind of pledged their future to PS3. Yeah, and obviously there's all this chat of PS4 coming up and all that kind of stuff. But you know, as far as David Cage is concerned, that the install base for PS3 is huge. Mm. Why would you want to develop for something that actually we still don't know when it's coming out? But there was a lot of chat earlier this year uh, that it would be E3, mostly by us, mostly by us. Yes, <laughs> but um, you know, this game or whatever this technology turns into pro- probably won't be a game until the end of this year earliest. So PS3 has still got a lot of still legs. Still got a lot there. of legs. I mean, if you look to what Uncharted did towards the tail end of last year. There's not many games out there that look like that. No. You know, a lot of people have a lot... You know, they've got a long way to get to that kind of level. Yeah. I mean, look at Mass Effect 3. Like, it's a beautiful game when you're looking at scenery and stuff, but when it comes to facial animation and it's it's dodgy. Like, yeah, this is the thing yeah. that was Lipsy. really interesting in the interview with David Cage that he did. I think it was on the PlayStation blog where he talked about what they did differently in Heavy Rain to this trailer was in Heavy Rain they did the motion capture separately to the facial animation and the voice acting they did it all in three separate blocks or two separate blocks mm-hmm. with the mocap and then facial animation voice acting and so in order to get this like synergy with the perfect performance they decided to do it all in one go and they moved to a new studio they had something like 25 cameras in yeah. or 28 cameras that makes sense in the it? first one they moved to a new studio with 64 cameras where they did the mocap facial animation and voice recording all in the one go. Which is how Avatar was done. Yeah, that's a unified performance. So that whole yeah. performance mm-hmm. of them two in there, which she was, you know, suited up and had all the, you know, like the, the recording on yeah. her face as well and they soundproofed her and sake of voice record that whole performance. Because not only was it technically impressive, I think it was actually really quite a moving... <laughs> it was yeah, powerful. Yeah. I, I, found it, yeah. I found it Film profoundly well, yeah. moving, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing that, that really stands out about it. Rather than it being so impressive in the tech, is how much emotion and... Yeah. Um, <coughs> feeling they got into that like yeah. so when I saw a tech demo I thought oh, I was just going to be just like man walking down the street yeah. impressive visuals but yeah. there was an actual story there that I was quite compelled yeah. by um, there's that, that moment isn't there where she shows that real where she just gets back to go and she sh- that tear the, that, well, the graphics of that there, there, there are in her performance there are micro expressions yeah. that you pick on it's not mm. signposted like some video games where you have exaggerated yeah, facial yeah. expressions there's twitches of a cheek or an eye and that says much more than any, any dialogue um, you imagine but, if L.A. Noir had been more like that well that's it I think L.A. Noir was one step and I think possibly this feels like the next step for yeah. what they could do um but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. It's not a game, though, is it? No, and and I think that's kind of the key thing is how it kind of materializes into a game or interactive experience or whatever you want to be, mm. whatever you want to call it. I mean, it'll never be incorporated into a game like La Noire simply because you couldn't have that level of detail or micro detail on each character in an open world of that scale. It just mm. would never mm. happen. Mm. But for something like a Heavy Rain sequel, it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, what was the first thing you said when you saw it? You were like, oh. They make a Blade Runner game. But it was yeah, very much totally, that feel yeah, that kind yeah. of melancholic of yeah. something inanimate wanting to be yeah. real. And I yes. thought they captured that perfectly. Yeah, what David really, really said nice. was the storyline was that he said he was very interested in like, books that he's read. And I think he did mention Blade Runner, I'm not actually sure. He said that he's very interested in the um, AI and artificial intelligence. Mm. And he said that the, the speed of which artificial intelligence is progressing is much greater than human intelligence. He said this represents the point where artificial intelligence crosses 
yeah. human intelligence development. And, and, and do, you that, do you not think that? Do you not think it's incredibly impro- appropriate to tell that sort of story using a video game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Just the overlap yeah. of content. But as, as long as they go more Blade Runner than AI, though. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I, I don't. I think there's some good things in AI. There are some good things. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, the, the, the kind of original Kubrickian <laughs> bits that come through, the yeah. set design, things like that, that Kubrick had a hand in, is good. But unfortunately, I think it's all it's totally undone by, by Spielberg's... But it's just a weird thing that like, like, Drowning in yeah, syrup, yeah. yeah. Ghastly, yeah. And, and, and also having like eight different endings, one yeah. after another, really got a bit tiresome. Do you not think Cara's a better actress than Sean Young in, in Blade Runner, though? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Very much. More emotive. But Sean Young is a replicant, so... Good point, well made. Yeah, so... Um, that's represented. Is Harrison Ford Spoiler. in every movie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is just, this was a tactical by Sony to bring this out now when there's so much talk about PS4 to deflect away from a PS4 announcement coming A3? Or do you think this is their statement of intent saying, hang on, we're not going to be announcing PS4 because why do we need to? Mm. PS3 I, I definitely don't think do they are going to announce... I definitely don't think they'll announce PS4. Um, Xbox next, Xbox? I, I think... There is more pressure on Microsoft to do yeah, something. Yeah, it could be. Even, yeah, you look at their uh, lineup for the rest of the year, and yes, they've got Halo 4, but otherwise it's like. <laughs> they oh must have God. these strategic meetings, and yeah. they know this year Nintendo are going to come out with their console. Yeah. You do something to detract from that, surely. Of course you do. Yeah, to yeah. undermine them in some yeah. way. Yeah. But so maybe, yeah, maybe, and again, I have no insider information on this, but so maybe they've done this as proof of concept the fact that it's yeah. a year old. They, they may well be away. presenting something big at E3, yeah. like mm. how it's going to be incorporated into Unlock a game. Unlock your PS3. Yeah. yeah. And what's maybe doubled that pressure is the fact that after that, uh, Quantum Dream said that they would be happy being an exclusive Sony developer, mm. which yeah. then put more pressure on Microsoft. But I think this is the year of the kind of the unannounced game. Last mm. year, we knew the big games Everything. that were coming out the I end of the year. Like, we're all waiting for Batman and Charlie, etc. Yeah. This year, these new games keep cropping up. Like Last of Us came quite recently. Yeah. That mm. came out of nowhere towards the end of the year. Yeah. Same with this game. If something comes out at E3, it's quite exciting. Resident yeah. Evil Six came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, it's more exciting than last year. Well, I think. GTA Five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just appeared on the internet. It's like, oh, there you go. GTA Five is coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's more exciting, I think, because I, I think the problem Definitely. with last year is they were great games, but we'd been anticipating them for so long yeah. Yeah. that when they came, they could not disappoint in some way. Yeah. Um, whereas this, I've year just had a cool. thought. Dark Knight Rises out in three months. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. That's, that's come around quite quickly. If I could book tickets now, I would book them. Me and Brett were saying we're going to book tickets if they do a th- an all-nighter. I'm doing it. Back to back to back. Yeah. I mean, I- I- IMAX. Can we dress up? Yes. I'll, be, I'll come in for the third one. I'll, I'll be asleep otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, if you haven't seen the car trailer, you should definitely check it out because it looks awesome and it will be on the news story that accompanies this podcast. And you almost see some knockers. So. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that why you like it, Tom? <laughs> Look at this game engine. Tom. 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 Seriously, mate. Uh, before we it's head a over... It's sexy tech demo. You don't get a sexy tech demo. No, that's true. For the tech demo, I think it was PS2, it was a dinosaur walking. Ah, so that would have you would wow. have found <laughs> sexy. Yeah. It, was wearing, it, 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 yeah. it was wearing high heels and stuff. <laughs> 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 it's amazing what those little hands can do. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, last week SSX came out, went straight into number one. Anyone played it yet? Yes, for about Tom five d- minutes. Tom just kept yeah. going, oh, I'm tricky. <laughs> <laughs> for about 20 minutes. What do you think? I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. very old school. Yeah. Uh, it's quite nice to go back to a game that was... 
I haven't seen a game like that for a long time, really. Yeah, it, it was like to- first playing Tony Hawk, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. being able to pull off all these gnarly tricks. A lot of people have embraced it and really think, taken to it. See, people don't use the word gnarly enough anymore. No, gnarly, when dude. Tony Hawk, t- Tony, Tony Hawk, when he came out every every year, I swear I probably dropped the word gnarly and and rad, rad man. Keza still does it. She does. She loves the word rad. Um, so well done to SSX it's been five years since the last one I thought it was a lot longer than that it seems like a yeah. lot longer well there was that one that didn't really do much, yeah. get much attention it's just, and it was SSX yeah. Blur it seems a lot different to the original launch trailer they came out with where it looked like a first person shooter when there, there was a guy yeah. jumping out of the helicopter it, it, it was like SSX Black Ops it looked very different to that but um, yeah I'd love to have a bit more time to be able to play it because it yeah. does look fun and get really good at it as well yeah and the leaderboard yeah. stuff looks really cool as mm. well yeah it's basically like auto log but yeah. mountain log yeah. mountain log yeah <laughs> Uh, other interesting news FIFA still at number two Jesus Christ which FIFA Vita or uh, no 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 um, the, the full fat one Vita comes in at number eight. Oh. oh, actually it comes in it was in there last last week and then uh, the only other Vita news is that Uncharted is at number four so un- uh, Golden well. Abyss so Vita is ticking over I don't I wish I knew what hardware, se- hardware sales are but I don't so anybody does let us know yeah. it'd be interesting to know how it's selling yeah I'd like a, the weekly update on the PS Vita yeah. sales yeah. Yeah. seems uh, at least, oh, they just sold, sold one this week do you think five yes. <laughs> yeah I was going to say five should we, should we have a little light in the office that, that flashes <laughs> whenever one gets sold well, yeah. like it, I like sometimes we'd have to keep going the... up and knocking it to see <laughs> if it actually yeah. 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 I, like, yeah. I, like, I like the idea uh, at uh, Sony headquarters in Japan they've got like a big giant thermometer that they colour in like they're trying to like build a new roof in a church like Blue Peter yeah I think we should just get loads of PSPs and every time one sells we smash a PSP. <laughs> every time well, an, old one. an old one. Yeah. A go. I like every time a PSP is a go. A PSP a go. dies. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Sony are just going to hold back on the PS4 until they've sold enough Vitas. They'll come out with, a, with an announcement. You're not having a PS4 unless you all buy a Vita. It's like the, the trick when it's like, oh, you know, we have to hit a million likes on Facebook to watch the new trailer. Yeah. We've got to sell yeah. a gazillion PS Vitas. <laughs> oh. We've got to sell 12. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Loads of games coming out this week, aren't they, Daniel? Lots of games, Alex. More games. Um, I'm alive. The Ubisoft downloadable title is out, which Brett. didn't do that well on IGN. But as oh, some people have liked it, mixed reviews. It's but really Br- weird. Brett's played it. Yeah. Yeah, didn't like it so much. I didn't like it. No, No, and I was pretty shocked to realise that there's not much going on in terms of how it looks. It looks nice to begin with. There is that sense of devastation, and you get. You know, you turn up to a place, a Haventon, a year after the event it's called, but it, people talk about aftershocks and stuff, so you assume it's an earthquake and there's ash everywhere, and it's a good effect, but it's not dynamic. It's, you know, nothing changes. There's no... You get a dust storm, but it doesn't interact with the environment everywhere. You don't leave footprints, there's no shadow, you don't cast a shadow every, anywhere. Yeah, it's well Stu yeah, 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 and I were watching right. you play the other day, and just looking at it for a couple of minutes, it, it just looks like a game that's had a troubled development. Yeah. Right. Which it obviously has. It's yeah. been in the, yeah. the works for a long, long time. So the Guardian gave it five out of five, which is I don't know. See, I, I mean, you're giving it, it eight out of ten. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But but Kez played it, and she's played it quite a lot, and she said because she tried to endure through it, thinking, okay, maybe it gets better, and it doesn't. According to yeah, her, it just so. looks shonky. Um, Twisted Metal is out. Yes, yeah, got, got good reviews as well. Me and Brett played it the other lunchtime, yeah. and we're swearing like absolute troopers after about two games. Good fun, was, good so much fun. Yeah. Is it? Okay. So much fun. Fair yeah. enough. Mm. Um, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D on the 3DS, uh, which is supposed to be a pretty good port. Yeah, mm. and then three big games: Azura's Wrath, which was obviously held back to this week because of difficulties 
um, like game stocking problems yeah, but, but um, still, still obviously those problems, problems still persist yep. um, Azura's Wrath Out very good interesting game it's not really much of a game but it's more of an experience but yeah. it's, f- um, it's about five six hours but it's kind of an interactive anime with sort of action mm. set pieces how much yep. is it? It's full retail price. Full I look forward to picking it up in six months' time for ten pounds. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that's how you would enjoy it most. Yeah. I think if you shelled out forty pounds, you might feel a little bit hard done by. And then Street Fighter X Tekken. Yep, got great reviews. Yep, Brett's a big fan. Yeah, you're a big fan. Getting yeah, fired. I've been looking forward to this for quite a while now. I remember when it first got announced, and I pretty much jumped and hit the roof. And I was so happy. You dragon punched the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was that great video when um, Yoshinori Ono and Harada had that. I can't remember where I think it was at Tokyo Game Show where that, Ono was dressed as Ryu and Harada yeah. was dressed as Paul and they both died different competitions <laughs> yeah they're just insane was it Paul or was it Hihachi oh it might have been Hihachi yeah sorry yeah, yeah something you find <laughs> <laughs> Alex is searching his authority just and and then then just a little title coming out called Mass Effect 3 big news Ooh, I've, I've not heard one. much about that no. I think it is I think it's a farming sim right. <laughs> <laughs> it involves a it might, it might it, nicely done <laughs> bing nicely done um, and reapers set, set in Normandy hey. yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh, that sounds yeah. quite a coastal France town yeah. Yeah. And, and from everything I've heard and seen it's rather good yeah yeah it's awesome yeah it's awesome uh, I'm the only one that's playing it here right now. I'll play this weekend. Yes. Yeah, this weekend. I'm going to sit down. But see, that's the, the problem is I haven't really played much of one or two. I think you can jump in. I think you can jump in. Well, that's, that's, that's completely contrary to, to I was having a conversation with someone else the other day and they said, I couldn't. Well, do you know what? I, well, they, they, what's, what's you, to stop you? Well, you can, but it's I about... I think you would miss... Obviously, you would get more from it if you played the previous ones. Yeah. But if you yeah. go into it, it's like, I'm this guy who has to save the world. That's yeah, a story in itself. There's yeah. nothing wrong with playing two as well. Still, two's still a great game. One yeah. not so much. I you think know, you so miss still one. a great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah but still, quite the thing is, I don't like a lot of chit chat. Yeah, and there's so a lot the of chit chat in these. The, the third yeah. one, third one, tailor it to Switch a shooter experience. Yeah, you can. You, you can do but, three things, can't you? I think you always affect more than any any other game is one game I don't like to cut the conversations because the conversations are interesting and it's animated and it's like watching a film. Like you can't skip them. But initially, Mass Effect Two, I was like, I'm skipping this, and then after a while, there was a turning point where you're like actually I'm interested in what's happening here yeah. you do but get sucked in you do how long does it go on for does it just go on and well, on and on sometimes you can end it as well. punch someone in the yeah. face <laughs> if you're like, yeah. that's it yeah. like real life Alex yeah, exactly. walk away <laughs> meetings any meeting lasts longer than three minutes oh. <laughs> Alex walks out Alex walks out of the meeting little renegade symbol yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jobot's in it quite early on as well Ooh. Yeah. apparently romanceable anyway you touched her hey who wants to know about films <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, in the charts, uh, best exotic marigold hotel went to number one, overtaking the woman in black. Knew it would. Uh, highest new entry. This means war. The McGee comedy that in inverted commas, yeah. um, and then Project X came in at number six, Wanting the Lust at number seven. Has um, anyone seen Project X? Yes. Is it good? I thought it was quite good. Yeah, you I recommended it last it's week. Had, yeah, uh, it's had terrible reviews from a lot of places. Some people yeah. are very sniffy really, reviews. Really about it, so we, yeah. Yeah. No big stinkers in terms of little amount of money taken, Alex, so nothing to mm. get excited about. But films out this week are... Uh, uh, clean Skin's coming out this week. Clean Skin? Yeah. It's a terrible name for a film. Clean no. Skin? Do you know what, do you know <laughs> what it means? It doesn't give you any yeah. idea. Do, you know, do you know what it means? What it, mean? it means a terrorist that's unknown to um, security agents. Newly right? recruited ah. that hasn't uh, yeah. Yeah. been as yeah. picked yeah. up yet. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe thingy is out, uh, The Raven, with uh, John Cusack. And I used to love John Cusack, but his... His performances and films of late have been 
poor. Yeah, he um, he was uh, in the shortlist this, in shortlist this week, and the headline was "I want to sell out." Yeah, he completely wow. he just doesn't. Yeah, he's been talking about Conor too, like Cage. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be with Conor. I'd like Conor yeah. too. Yeah, I've never but seen Conor. Was it you are joking? <laughs> Seriously, you're not. Uh, can we watch oh, it? Come on, we've got to do this. Can we watch it's it? a great film, really. I'll tell you, love it. The other film with him was it in 2012? Yeah, 2012. Oh man, that is a. Fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I but don't think I even made it to the end. I can forgive him anything because like of gross point blank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yeah. anything because that's one of the greatest movies. I just adore what's the film. one where he? One of the John Hughes film where he's like the the party guy. Um, is it say anything? Is it Sixteen Candles? Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's the party guy in that. He's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, I have to check I was thinking that. say anything. I was yeah. thinking say anything with that with the boombox, not that one. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, a little film called John Carter is out as well. John Carter. Little film. Only cost $180 million or something mm. to make. Mm. Yeah, I've heard mixed reports, though, that actually they're inflating the, the budget. Why is because it hanging on about the price for John Carter? Because they're worried that no one's going to go see it, and they think if they attach a bigger budget to it, people are more likely to go see yeah. it. So really? apparently it didn't it will cost make it, as much make it into an event movie. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So you have to see how much money this So maybe the $180 million dollars includes marketing budget. I cost a tenner. But, uh, yeah, it looks like... But apparently it's, 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 been a, it's another uh, 3D conversion movie, isn't it? Yep, post-production, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, Andrew Stanton said the reason why that was, he'd rather have the money... In the, up for the extra money you'd rather, to have, the money. Yeah, rather <laughs> have the money yeah <laughs> save the money um, shoot on 2D so he'd have more money in post for effects and do right. the conversion rather than yeah. shoot on more expensive right. cameras yeah but doesn't he know that that just looks pony everybody, yeah. everybody oh, knows it all that 3D though. looks pony though yeah. Yeah. no matter yeah. when you do it no I think if you record it 3D it can look quite good uh, Hugo for example terrible movie good 3D mm. yeah. Avatar I think is a great three. But we saw, we saw yeah. John Carter a few weeks ago, and it's fine, but it's forgettable. I've totally forgotten what happens in it. I, Daniel we was about this morning. Yeah. I, I said, you know, the ending. You had no idea what happened, did you? I couldn't remember. How what long happened is it? It's a long movie as well. Two hours it? at least. Yeah, well, two, about two hours, I think. I don't know. It, it wasn't. Drag. I didn't dislike right. it. There's a couple of moments. What it's are they? I can't even remember <laughs> where they are. The, 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 where he makes a stand halfway through the movie. That's good. And makes a stand. Yeah. What for? For his, for his DVDs. Oh, right. Nice. Uh, there's also, the, 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 some of the production design is beautiful as well. Some of the vehicles, like these big flying vehicles with flapping wings and stuff. And despite really cool. initial misgivings, the CGI is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying um, vehicles with flapping wings. Aren't those birds? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a, ve- a bird carrying 150 men? Yes. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Stu used to do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Up until about 20 minutes ago. So what's our recommendation for the week? Oh, I would say clean, clean, clean skin because it's rubbish. Yeah. No. It's, it's just no. terrible. <laughs> We've, um, if you haven't seen it yet, we'll, 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 should we play it next week? The clean, the, the interview? Should we play that next week <laughs> no. on the show? No, no, it's, the week. it's poor old Bex interviewing Scene Bean. Yeah. And all he ever says is, no. No. That's bad. She, re- she was really trying. <laughs> yes. he, wasn't, no, but he wasn't playing ball, was he? I think he was no. trying. No, too. Yeah, he right. Was. Uh, uh, listener FU. Um, the first piece here is from Pat Cotter from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So that's one for the map. Wow. Uh, last week you were talking about the, how the American Revolution would be a boring setting for the Assassin's Creed boring. game. What now? As someone who thinks this couldn't be farther from the truth, I figured I'd send some images of the game setting along. I've um, Boston and New York were both quite sprawling and vertical by the 1770s so there'll be plenty to climb and the countryside in between is and was beautiful uh, as it was mostly forested and there were plenty of rocky hills and valleys plus the size of those trees was immense immense 
Plus the size of some of those trees was immense. Yep. Brian Burks uh, contacted us from Spokane in Washington in the USA. Spokane. Uh, Spokane, is it? Spokane. I do apologise. Watch Frasier. I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, and he's uh, he's also given us a list of objects that would be uh, climbable. Uh, we obviously serve mountains, trees, flagpoles, and forts. Are we just asking people to send in things yeah, that they climb up? We, 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 we <laughs> some point in their life. We did. Yeah, However, he's written this right, nice wow. thing. He says, might I suggest a few other edifices that might have been present in colonial America? Large stacks of crates. <laughs> Amazing. Has he got a history degree? Yes. <laughs> Freestanding rocks. <laughs> Log cabins. Wow. Although possibly not of great height, perhaps a chimney or other such protrusion would grant one greater elevation. <laughs> really <laughs> high chimney. <laughs> and, then, and then he jumps off it into a little bale of hay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this gets better. Uh, water towers. <laughs> Is he Irish now? Water towers. Water towers. Water towers. Water towers. Grain silos. Are you ready for these? Totem poles. Oh my God. Is that like Mario? Yeah. 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 You get an extra life when you're yeah. the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oil derricks. Oil derricks what? Derricks. And finally, ship masts. That's so <laughs> <attached> <laughs> <to> the ship. <laughs> You can't. You got. You got. You're just gonna that's the move take board it off for, the ship. for Assassin's Creed Three. It sounds like the most no. boring piece of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> no, you, disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. That was research. Yeah, actual that research. Was research. Right. Um, next bit of feedback from Will Rimmer. He just wanted to say I. He did a quick Photoshop for us last week because you know the Avengers has been changed to Avengers, Avengers Assemble. Yes. Uh, we made a joke about it being. If it was in Sweden, it'd be um, IKEA Avengers self-assembly. Right. And he he did as he said that joke had him in shiggles at work. Shiggles, portmanteau, shits and giggles. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, and he sent us this brilliant picture of the IKEA Avengers that we'll put on the podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> and just to describe it um, quickly, um, you've got Thor crashing his hammer through um, a Billy bookcase, a little Billy bookcase, <laughs> yeah. piece um, of uh, MDF. Iron Man holding a very, I think it's a schnoogle lamp. Yeah, yeah. A schnoogle. <laughs> And um, Scott, your Hansen, Hansen just perching on the end of a chair. Oh, that's nice. a lack, I think, isn't it? Is that a lack? Yeah, I think lack. so. A lack. I thought lack was a. Um, oh, it's a table, isn't it? A whole uh, it's a, just munching I on think some flugel. Flugel. Well, I, anyway, it doesn't flugel. matter. It's a bit like one of those. <laughs> oh, a thing. A cabinet. Well, it's a full range. A lack can be. Yeah, it's a full range of stuff. We are. We do. We do realize Avengers Assemble is something that they say in the comics, anyway, right? Yes. Do we? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not like, being stupid. Let's assemble. No. Yeah. When? But if they said seven outside Mackie D's self-assembly on Blackberry Messenger yeah by BBM oh, yeah. they started the riots is that right yeah. they just abbreviated well, AA yeah. just an AA that's it that bang out man. the fourth emergency service yeah, well, that would confuse Iron Man yeah this comes from uh, Mike Spora sorry if I'm getting that wrong uh, he says that he's amazed that uh, we think that Games Downfall is a bad thing for the industry initially maybe it'll have a slight impact on sales but ultimately game needs to die so that a middleman can be cut out Games game needs to die yeah. games can be cheaper to distribute and digital sales can take over I don't think that's I completely fair. disagree with yeah. that yeah I mean the middle the middleman may be cut out but so will middle price games that's yeah. the problem they're the ones who lose out yeah. you get indie games doing okay big budgets doing okay but then you get middle price games suffering exactly well said Brett Mm. Uh, email from Dale Lennon uh, who said he was lucky because a game had sold out of the collector's edition weeks ago but uh, he um, what? it didn't really make any sense anyway sorry the staff at Sheffield Fargate store really friendly they know a lot about the products and always do great deals so basically he's saying that you know, game he likes them yeah mm. but 
he does believe that we were spot on about uh, need, them needing to do something different. So his idea is merging with some th- somebody like Starbucks or a coffee shop model where you could have community gaming and a social experience within you know, that kind of environment. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. With free Wi-Fi or something tailored specific to games. And he reckons that uh, if that happened, he would go there instead of the pub. It's or alternatively, merge with wet- Weatherspoons. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> it's an interesting point, that, though, isn't it? Because the way the high street is going... Shops do have to offer more of a community thing Look at, now. Look, I think. Yeah. yeah, the Waterstones in Lincoln has a coffee shop. A lot, a lot of them oh, do now. Yeah, people spending in shops is quite long now as well. Yeah. Like, like yeah. where I live, there's a Costa on the corner, and two doors down, there's Weatherspoons with a Costa in it. Like, yeah. How many Costas do you need? I think yeah, a game is one of those shops that you really want to just get in and get out. Don't yeah. you? You don't really want to be browsing in there. No. But um, I think maybe they he's got, definitely got something. He's onto something there. Yeah, uh, you need that right experience. Yeah. And I think the sooner the people realise that gamers aren't just like fifteen-year-old kids who go in and spend 40, 40 quid. But that's because all their parents. If you go into Waterstones, that there's got a coffee shop, you can pick up a book that you're interested in, sit there with a the coffee, read it for a bit, and think, "Oh, that's all right. I'll go and buy that." Yeah. If you could do that with games, go and pick yeah. them up off the shelf and play them for half an hour, that'd be awesome. Mm. Yeah. So, good idea. Very good idea. Yeah. Stuart Riley's written in as well. Uh, I was disheartened to hear about the non-stockage of Mass Effect 3. The other thing that's personally affected me about the loss of ME3 is that it was going to be my first ever collector's edition game. Yeah. That a lot of people have been hit by that, haven't yeah. they? He also says, P.S. Love the podcast. Do kick Kilby in the balls on air. I think we can arrange that, can't we? Yeah. yeah. And he also has a miniature drum kit that Bex can have. Excellent. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we need to sort that out. We'll get that from you somehow. I wonder how small it is. Like, is it like to play with your fingers or is it for a small, a small person? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yep. Yeah, let's know about that, Stuart, because we would love to have that. Um, the next uh, email here is from Shuradeep Bhattacharya, the, our listener in India. Uh, he said he wants to know what uh, our character setups are for Mass Effect 3 or what they'll be. Uh, so I guess it probably only applies to me and Brett. Yeah, I think... I didn't change anything in terms of how he looks, but I went with you know standard shepherd. So you got sol- male shep, yeah, and a soldier and soldier, yeah. yeah. Is that because you hate women? <laughs> uh, no, I hope not. Just be- simply because it was the default that was on the screen when I started, Fair yeah. Enough. And I didn't want to. I just wanted to start the game. What have much. you gone for? Uh, I've gone for fem shep, and this carries over from my say uh, from Mass Effect Two. So, <laughs> but the voice acting's better for female shepherd. Yeah, so I think I, yeah. Granny um, no, no, she's you can't call her. Uh, you can change the first name, I think. Yeah, yeah, you can change the first name. Yeah, and apparently there's been problems though. Like I think I might encounter issues because if you didn't change how they looked in the second game, yeah. apparently it something happens in Mass Effect Three with your character. It resets the appearance or something like that I've well I've, I've, I've been playing on PS3 and I've imported my character and no no problems at all I yes, used to, also made some tweaks to the facial yeah. stuff because I think the, the the options are better this yeah. time around yeah, so she's got better hair and a nicer face that's yeah. nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well it is it's my experience like yeah, watching exactly. someone else play on the big screen that just doesn't seem well sorry at the cinema the other day yeah. it doesn't look like Mass Effect no. to me because the character's not this, right this it's, what we hair's saying, not quite it? right well it's not no this is what we were saying about why I had trouble like when people say you play through it once and play through it again I found yeah. it hard going back because you know I've had my stories and yeah. it's hard to go back through so yeah but I do plan to go back to Mass Effect 2 play as male play as renegade yeah. and then carry that character through to Mass Effect 3 as well if I get the time if I find the time wow wow. so there you go Shiradeep uh, Mitchell Sheridan has uh, says this many times I've heard you mention the lack of retro gaming stores in the UK especially in and around London I have to agree that they are far and few between but there are still some lurking about and thought you might like to know of two I've discovered near London well there's uh, Level Up Games in Canterbury 
It's not really, not really near, near London. London. But I mean, but it's, anyway. well, it's, it's doable on the train. You could get mm, the train. What, what is it, an hour and a half away? Yeah, Canterbury's lovely. I know, a really I, nice I, day out in Canterbury. I don't, don't even know where that is. No, it's <laughs> no, in, it's in my down in Kent. Oh, I thought it was near Cambridge for some reason. No, that's yeah. Cambridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, one that I have been to, he mentions actually, is Games to Replay in Braintree, uh, which is a small but quaint retro sh- uh, gaming shop tucked away in a craft centre. Mm. And uh, they've also yeah you've been there yeah ah good yeah years ago um I didn't even realise it was it was still there uh, and because Braintree's got this like uh, outlet centre place so you can go there get a couple of cheap shirts and then go and visit the other place and get some cheap games if you know if you live near either of those stores go in and talk to them and tell them that they've got mentioned on the podcast yes yeah. that's yeah. a good um, idea because we'd love to hear from them I always talk about the my the one in Lincoln which I go to when I go back home which is Gotham Games which yeah. is awesome if you're in the Lincolnshire area go to Lincoln City Centre and there's a market in the market there's a Gotham Games can we get some IGN UK podcast mugs made and we can send them send to them places to them, like yeah. games to replay and level up games and also let us know where your favourite stores are because uh, obviously there's a lot of love for various stores that guy said his the story in uh, Sheffield was very mm. good yeah. uh, let us know and tell them that we love them too yeah uh, this is from Matthew Evans and he talks about the issues with uh, Street Fighter's uh, disc DLC and he says uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken has no disc DLC what is this rubbish on disc DLC I think he means oh yes yeah, sorry on disc DLC and uh, he provides a relatable example uh, where you buy a painting but you must pay the owner to turn it around and see the creator's signature on the back of the frame until then you must never look at the back ever P.S. He says he was going to send a Tom a signed picture of him as your biggest fan, Tom. Yay! But thought it might be a little bit creepy, and he says he's not paying for postage. <laughs> I also, because uh, the, they're introducing new laws about stalkers. Yeah. I sort of heard yeah. that on the radio, so. Yeah. Apparently it's frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> <We just thought. laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matthew. Um, yeah, on, on this DLC. That does seem tight. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah. It's it's all, all, all the characters are already on there, so. Yeah. And then you have to pay to unlock yeah. them. Yeah. And I imagine on. there'll be a complete edition. It, well, yeah. Just saying. Every cloud and all that. Every cloud, yeah. There'll be a complete edition yeah. later on. There'll be about three yeah, like yeah. they do with Street Fighter 4. It's like when they do, you know, two hot for cinema versions of films, yeah. which has, you know, like an extra scene in it. Yeah. Stupid. Mm. Silly. Silly and stupid. Email from Alex Hemming, who says, I just finished Journey. It is stunning. Uh, game is worth every penny I paid and more, and I cannot give it enough love. How's he the- finished that? It's not out yet. No, it's out for PS Plus users. Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, when did it come out? Yesterday? Wednesday. Day yeah. Uh, and basically, these kind of games I wish were made more often, and that game company, he says, are bloody brilliant, but he should actually say, is bloody brilliant. Oh, for heaven's sake. Just Spend less time playing video games and more time on Grammatically correct. Yeah. But I, I have to agree, I've been playing it, and it is a beautiful game. Yeah, so maybe if you're going to buy anything that's not Mass Effect. Journey. Journey. If, if you've, you've got, got PS3, you absolutely need to own Journey. Cool. Simple as that. Is that it? There is, there uh, was, there this, was, yeah, this there one was is pr- aimed at Krupa, though, and he's not here. But uh, I'll, be, right. I'll be Krupa. Yeah, for the I'll read this one this. out. Yeah, this is from Matthew Gildea. Hey, up. And he says, Krupa is my number one, my number one, talking about his favourite uh, presenter on the podcast. And he says what, it's he's because... A, he's a piece of piss. We <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he says it's because his mum worked with my uncle. I consider that connection to mean we're best friends or something. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Scary. Right. And uh, he says, at the end, he says, P.S. Mr. Butler, where's my postcard? And he leaves a little kiss. Um, I have got some postcards now. I will send one. Thanks. What postcards have we got? Don't know. Send send them. Send me your email address. Uh, your address again, uh, Matthew, and I will send that. Postcards. So, Krupa's got a number one fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and that's Matthew. I've got a number one fan, which is another Matthew. Baby in the kisses for you. Is it the no. same one? No, it's no, a different one. No, okay. Bex has got two number one fans fine right. for attention. I saw an email for Keza with a number one fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also one for Tilly as well. Did that make, make it through the <laughs> list? Uh, um, I can see where this is I going, Tom. Yeah. 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 Okay, you want to read that one out? Okay, this is from uh, Matthew Pollard, and he says, Well, I'm Chris Tilly's number one fan. I'm a straight male. But Are people cr- fighting over Tilly? Y- yeah, but That's Chris worrying. Tilly is the only guy who could turn me. <laughs> wow. Have you seen him? His beautiful voice lifts my heart and soul every Friday evening. Oh I'm not weird, he says. Every Friday evening? Well, What's now. going on there? Yeah. <laughs> A few candles as well. He doesn't say that. Uh, he's from Liverpool. Excellent. And is yeah. there another email on the back of that? Uh... No. No, that's that good. It. So there you go. So that's Chris has got one, yeah. Kez has got one, I've got one. Where's where's who's Alex's number one fan? Do you know what? It means that I won't get stabbed in when I'm walking <laughs> home. And I'm quite happy with that. And <laughs> uh, no one likes Stuart, so I'm sorry. That's not. actually untrue. The first comment on the uh story last week for last week's podcast says I'm Stuart's number one fan. Ah, so it's just mm. Alex then. It is just Alex. The loser. Yes. No one likes you, you're Perfect. a loser. Perfect. <laughs> um what are you doing next Friday? Well, got me? Planned. Yeah. I'm going to shoot myself because no one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not getting a tuxedo on and going to BAFTA? I'm not putting a tuxedo on, but I will put a black suit on. And yes, I'm going to be covering the BAFTA Game Awards. Oh, we're not tuxing it this year. Good. Well, we could, well, well no, it's the same thing. Yeah. Have you got a black suit? Yeah. Can I wear a blue go. suit? No. All right, so it's the BAFTA Video Games Awards. <laughs> we're all going to be there. Can all our listeners come as well? No, but but they can join in the fun by watching the live stream of all the things that are going to happen. Yes. Live on IGN. Uh, I believe it's going to start around 9pm. Yes. Uh, Dara O'Brien is hosting the awards, as always. Yep. And it will be a lot of fun. And Notch is getting a, um, a special award for contribution to video games. Uh, yeah, there's no fellowship this year. Right. Because obviously um, Peter Molyneux got his fellowship last year, but there is the special contribution award. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing, but different. So Notch is getting that. Um, and that's the only, obviously, game, the vote for the game awards. Yeah, like if you haven't, like the only reader voted award is the game uh, award. And currently there's a short list of 10 games in there, which we, I think, are highlighting on the site right now. You've got until Monday to cast your vote. So if you haven't done, then do so. Yeah. On the night, uh, you can live stream, but you'll also be able to follow what's happening on Twitter now it's going to be happening uh, across BAFTA at BAFTA Games at Game Digital and at IGN UK and we're going to be running some super exciting giveaways yeah. throughout the night on the stream so if you're watching stay on Twitter as well that and will we'll be, be hosted by you hosted by me so hopefully Tom Butler's number one fan will be there yeah and also we'll be giving you the opportunity to speak to the um, the winners of the prizes through Twitter so uh, yeah stay tuned for that it's going to be very exciting very exciting so that is all next Friday uh, in the evening but we'll have loads of stuff on site telling you what's going on and when yeah so well I guess until then that's it for this week's podcast Thank you for listening, as always. And I haven't, haven't been here for a while, so please give us a good rating on iTunes. And leave Alex a really weird message. Yeah. <laughs> there are enough of those already. Thank yeah. you very much. And, uh, yeah, we will see you same time next week. Until Cheers. then, Thank bye. You. Bye. Hey. 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.